We are back. We're talking with Maserati. On today's episode, I got some good stuff. We're going to talk about men's mental health. We're going to talk about protecting black art. We're also going to talk about abortion because a female friend of mine said something crazy about abortion that I want to talk on. We're also going to talk about how women minimize things, how men minimize things. We're going to talk a lot about uh, just what we, as, as people, just what we, let me, I'm always got this farther back. I don't know why. As people, why we, it's kind of hard to say, like, minimize in a sense of when we have the data, why do we switch it up? Why, why, why are we keeping it real? Why are we, like, just, like, so ostentatious to say, oh, no, that's not that, you know? And I got a couple of things I'm going to just strike back at, but um, let's go with men's mental health, right? I remember when I was younger, right, growing up in San Antonio, Texas, for a man to really express how he feel, it was like, nah, it was not it. It was just not him. He was a pussy, you gay, you a punk, you man ain't supposed to be. I remember like that. Like when you cry too much, or you was like, we used to call him titty baby. Like you always want your mom, you just this and that. So to me, I feel like society has forced us to ignore our mental health. And so our mental health comes from, you got to understand like, the problems we have with our mental health. Sorry, guys. This is getting on my nerves. I'm sorry. It's really getting on my nerves. I don't like that. So the mental health comes from the problem we have is basically we're dealing with life. Post-traumatic stress syndrome where you got either with gang warfare, the environment you live in is killings, is broken homes, dealing with abandonment issues in the home. No man to teach you how to really process your emotions. Processing your emotions properly is very key to being a mature adult. That's what maturity is, processing your emotions, understanding it's okay to be mad, it's okay to be happy, it's okay to be sad. So what we're doing with that is we don't have those skills. I would say, is that a skill? I would say well, it's a skill. That's a life skill, processing your emotions. A lot of us don't have that because we grew up in homes where we didn't have emotions. You grew up in a home like me and you had a single mom and you had to be that man of the house where you had to step up. There wasn't no one told you, you know, you had to step up. Me and my mom had this conversation today to where it was like, you know, a lot of things I did for my mom. I, she never asked me. I did it because I seen the need for it compared to my younger siblings. They wait till she tells them because they was raised different. I think as we grow as a people, we raise our kids different. You know, our our mental is, I don't want my kids to go through what I went through. And actually, some of the things we went through, they need to go through. So with that being said, you know, um, men's mental health, are we running from it or are we addressing it? I think now we are addressing it because we're seeing men. Uh, let me go to things. Let me see the percent of male suicides in America. Let me see. We're going to, we got to go on the tablet, y'all. You know, you know, we do the tablet work. I should have these numbers beforehand, but... Hey, it is what it is, Thug Life. Don't judge me. You ain't on my show. You ain't helping me run this motherfucker. But yeah. Being suicide rate in America. Let's see. This is about a six. Let's see. So let's go to the suicide statistics. So it says suicide is the 12th leading cause of death in the U.S. The 12th. It's kind of high. In 2020, 45,979 Americans died by suicide. In 2020, there was an estimated 1.20 million, 1.20 million suicide attempts. Hold on. This is on. This is what they saying. The age of justice suicide rate in 2020 was 13.48 per 100,000 individuals. 
So hold on. The age adjusted suicide rate in 2020 was 13 per 100,000 individuals. So 100, like this is, I'm getting this straight from the internet. So that means, oh shit, this is crazy. Hold on. That means 13 year olds, you know, the adjusted suicide rate. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm the age adjusted suicide rate in 2020 was 13.48 per 100,000 individuals. So 13 year olds, that's crazy. The rate of suicide highest middle-aged white men. Middle-aged white men are killing themselves more. That's crazy. In 2020, men died by suicide 3.88 more than 3.88 times more than women. Listen to that. In 2020, men died more by suicide 3.8 times more than women. So more men are killing themselves than women. Mental health. There's a mental health issue with men we're not addressing. On the average, there are 130 suicides per day. White males account for 69.6% of suicide deaths in 2020. White men. Now, in 2020, firearms accounted for 52.8% of all suicides. So they kill themselves uh, by guns. 93% of those surveyed in the U.S. think suicide can't be prevented. That's crazy. That's crazy. So they're saying, you know, the highest suicide rate is teens. They don't motherfuckers, they stop at 20. They stop at 20. It's mostly teens. Teens to 20. That's an age group. So, what that tells me, we're looking at, it says, hold on, let me read some of this other paperwork for y'all. Let me get this. It says, in 2020, the suicide rates were higher among adults aged 25 to 34 years of age. 18.35 per 100,000 and 75 to 84 years. Dang. If you 75, 84 commit suicide, bro, come on, bro. Like, no, I'm not saying, listen, to the OGs over here, if you that old, bro, come on, bro. You might as well go ahead and kick out the little last little few days. But what that tells me personally, let me go back to Google because I'm going to need Google in a minute anyway, is, and, and the top percent, the top 10% of Americans that are wealthy are white men, middle-aged white men, like your Mark Zuckerberg, you know, Steve Steve Jobs and the... Uh, Elon Musk and all them and the Jeff Bezos, they're the upper echelon. And that percentage, it says like 69% of men killing themselves are white. That was crazy for me. I wouldn't, uh, shout out to my brothers, we ain't not doing that, but I know what a few of us do. But we got to address men's mental health issues here because we're holding on so much. You got to think of an average man, right? Let's say average working man. He goes to work 40 hours a day at work, right? 40 hours a day at work, right? Five days a week. His work is stressing him out. His wife come home. She's stressing him out. If he's married, if he's single, is his girlfriend maybe. If he has kids, his baby mama's stressing him out. His kids are stressing out because he want to be a good father. Then just life in general is coming down. His family may be his, might be his brother, his mother. His family's coming down on him, right? And he's just trying to change. He just wants to like a, a, a piece of breath of fresh air. He can't get it because society's telling him you being a punk, you being this if you really try to reach out. And he just probably go try to go to his friends and they friends. His friends probably have the same problem. They don't want to talk about it. So please reach out to your friends because I feel like men's mental health has been overlooked a lot. Sorry about all this noise and stuff. I got stuff over here. You feel me? I got my little water jug. You know, hydrate. But yeah, men's mental health is a major issue. Major issue. So I want to also look up men's mental health. So hold up. There's a men's mental health awareness month. I didn't know that. 
is. Let's see. Oh, shit. We're in June. I don't even know this. June is Men's Mental Health Month. So June is Men's Mental Health Awareness Month. That's crazy. You know, that's crazy. It says, how do you celebrate Men's Health Men's Health Mental Health Awareness Month? Raise awareness of Men's Mental Health Month by wearing blue, bringing up Men's Mental Health causes to friends, family, shame the occasion on social media by wearing blue. So, I love this. I love this. So, I like that. So, shout out. I didn't even realize that. I, I swear to you guys, this is no cap. You can see I'm not prepared. I'm just going on with what I really feel like I want to talk about. But being that June is Men's Mental Health Awareness Month, it's hard for me to say that. I don't know why. I really like to start doing something. Next year, I want to plan something out. I don't know what I'm going to do across social media or something, but like a blue, maybe a blue uh, blue dot for your um, logo pick, your your avatar or whatever. But I really want to stem mental health awareness for men because we take a lot in. There's a lot on us, and we need – that's why I encourage every man to work out. To be honest, to be 100 with you, every man should work out because that's a good stress relief that will help you. You know, moving on to our next topic, right? If you're on my social media, which is Maserati Shows 8182 on Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter, whatever you listen, you'll see that I posted a clip of a video that uh, I would say um, Kevin Lyles, the, uh, I think he's a CEO and creator of 300 Entertainment. Shout out Kevin Lyles. If you don't know the backdrop of this, Kevin Lyles testified at uh, Young Thug's bail hearing. And Kevin Lyles has been fighting this hip-hop fight where he's been protecting art for over 30-some years. Since hip hop started, he was you know there at Def Jam. He's been part of the fight with uh, Rick Rubin and and uh, Russell uh, Russell Simmons. Um, I almost said Russell Westbrook to keep it one hundred, but Russell Simmons about this 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 fight against I it's, I, I want to say against hip hop, but it's really against black people because our music is the only music that gets investigated like this. Our music is the only music that gets that gets addressed like this when it comes to. Um, them indicting people on their music, you know, and I don't understand why. But uh, Kevin Lyles put out this clip. Hold up, sorry. Let me see. Look, it things are just breaking around here. I got I broke this from moving. I'm just trying to lift this a little bit so you guys can hear me. I probably have to edit that out. Probably not. Not. Nah. But Kevin Lyles was just put the video up with other artists and protect black art, basically saying that why does our music go into such scrutiny? That you're looking at saying that we're going to bust you for using this type of um, this type of verbiage, these lyrics. Why are you actually investigating the things we say? You know, and it's crazy because no other music, no movies, no video games. You know, they're not none of that. And then you got people like Harvey Weinstein doing what he's doing. You got people like, you know, uh, all them dudes that got caught up doing what they was doing. I think it was Kevin Spacey and all them. But uh, we see the difference. You know the difference. You see the skin tone. So. Protecting black art. At, at what point do we really need to protect black art from, like, the things we say? Like, should, should every young ghetto kid be cautious of what they say now when they get into this rap game? Should Pooh Shicey not say that? Should YNAW Melly, YNAW Melly not say that? You know, should, uh you know, 42 Doug, he can't say what he say, gonna. Like, in all essence, all essence, we're looking at it like, you you saying we have a freedom of speech, right? We say what we say. You go see if it's real. Or you go find somebody to say that it's real so you can entrap us. Is that a form of entrapment? What are we doing here? Are we really, like, 
I don't get the difference between you say, okay, our music is hurt, hurtful. This is this thing. It's, it's, uh, look at when The Matrix came out. Remember when The Matrix came out? A lot of people remember this. The Matrix came out and the Columbine shooting happened. Look at the, go look at The Matrix and look at all these mass shootings, you know? But y'all not, y'all not working on gun control. You're not working on none of that, but y'all care about what happened in these rap lyrics. I never heard a rap lyric say go shoot up a whole church or innocent people. Maybe go spray the op block, you know. And most dudes ain't even really doing what they're saying in rap music. But there was this real interesting um, thing on Facebook I seen. And it was a crazy bone. I want y'all to look it up. Let me see if I can find it. I think it was on Pete Rock's show. Hold on. Hold on. I want to see if I can find it. I want to show y'all this. This is interesting. Cause we're P rocking crazy bone. Dang, I can't, I can't find it. Dang, man. Dang, man, I should have saved it. I don't know why. Bro, I should have saved it. See? Damn, bro. Okay, but I'm, I'm gonna summarize what it said. Basically, crazy bone from Bone Thugs and Harmony. Y'all know I'm Leatherface. Goes on P rock. If you don't know who P rock is, you don't know hip hop. I ain't got time to explain that. That's on you. You go do your research. But it was this letter, the craziest, the coldest meeting in hip-hop. It was this letter that uh, Crazy Bone was reading from this hip-hop insider where in 91 he was sent to this meeting, right? And in this meeting, these these executives, not music executives, like regular executives, said how they had just purchased these private prisons throughout America. And the way they was going to fill these prisons was through uh, hip-hop. Now, if you were my age, you remember in the early 90s when they had the African medallions. It was like Queen Latifah, you know, all them, them you know, uh, call, tribe called Quest and and all them type of like positive rappers. How they brand Nubian and all them, how they fell off. It's because they said they didn't want to do, they didn't want to sign them or something. They want to sign gangster rap. They wanted to push in there to get people to do things and end up in jail to keep people in prison to do this new, uh, this new commodity of prisons. And if you ever get a chance, go on Facebook, look for us with Pete Rock Show with Crazy Bone. It's the craziest hip-hop, meaning hip-hop ever, where they tell you how hip-hop was the foundation for private prisons. It's crazy. I'm trying to tell you that. that. That's crazy. So the reason I say that is, is that meeting, if you listen to that meeting exactly, it kind of lets you know what's going on right now with them going after rappers. Because like I said on my last show with YSL, I want people to know this. Like, they have a right to say whatever the fuck they want. You know, I think they're targeting. I think they're really targeting. But I know that it's a plot that's deeper than what they believe. You know, his music is their music is selling crazy right now. And who's giving it to straight to the label? Who owns most of these labels? Think about that, man. You gotta really think about that. So moving on from that, free YSL, man. Shout out. Protect Black Art. Kevin Lyles, 300 Entertainment. Shout out. Shameless plug. It is what it is. But um, okay, moving on right now. We're going to abortion. This is a crazy, crazy topic because, first of all, let me let me say my stance on abortion. A woman's body is her right to choose what she does with it on all levels, 
on all levels. On all levels. It's a woman's body. It's her right to do what she wants with it on all levels. Let's keep that 100. Keep it 100 with me, slime. You feel me? But let's do abortion rate in America. Because I had, I, had a, I was kind of the homegirl posted on her page that kind of made me. That kind of made me look into this. Let's do 22. Okay. What the data says about abortion in the U.S. Right? I want to see the data. Right? It says... In our most recent survey, 61% of U.S. adults say abortion should be legal and most of the time, while 37 say it should be legal. Okay, I don't really care about that. I want to know the numbers. I want to look at another. It says the annual number of U.S. abortions arose after Roarway legalized. I don't want to hear about that. Okay, see, this is why I should have this shit before you guys come here because I'm just reading shit that I don't need to be reading. And it's like... I just want to know the rate of, la- and I'll take last year's rate. And it won't give me the numbers. Here we go, Forbes. Nobody wanna, they, why do they want to give you the numbers on this? That's weird. Like normally in Google, you just put in abortion rate and it pops up. That's interesting that it doesn't. Hmm. Let's see, 10 states with the highest abortion rate. Oh, that's a good one. Okay, 10 states with the highest abortion rate. What do you guys think? Hmm? What do y'all think? Okay. For 2019, the latest year from which data from the Center of Disease Control Prevention is available, a total of 629,000 abortions were reported for 47 states in the District of Columbia, making a, making a rate of 11.4 abortions per 1,000 women, ages 15 to 44. Sheesh. Okay. The D- CDC data shows that women between the ages of 20 and 29 years old accounted for nearly 57% of abortions in 2019. In 30 areas where racial and ethnic data was reported, black women accounted for 38% of abortions, while white women accounted for 33% of abortions, Hispanic women 21% of abortions. The overall abortion rate decreased by 21% from 2010 to 2019 among the areas continuously reporting data. Now, now, black women accounted for 38% of abortions. White women accounted for 33% of abortions. Hispanic women accounted for 21% of abortions. What does those numbers say to you? Like, in, in your opinion, you can leave a comment down there or hit me personally. I'm just gonna keep it raw with you. Y'all bitches is fucking niggas raw and understanding your mistakes and then double the back. It could be rape, it could be forced. Some of that could be forced. It doesn't break those numbers down. I don't think it has those numbers. I would like to see. You know, 3.2 abortions per 1,000 women ages from 15 to 44. New Jersey saw 22,178 abortions in 2019. New Jersey. Y'all wilding in Jersey. Number nine, Massachusetts reported 18,593 abortions in 2019. Damn. 
Massachusetts, they out there fucking. Connecticut, number eight. Abortion rate, 13.7 abortions per thousand women, 15 years to 44. So these are going, the rate is 14, um, 15 years old to 44. That's crazy, 15-year-olds. North Carolina, 13.8 abortions per thousand women. That's number seven. Number six, Nevada. Vegas, this is y'all in Vegas. I know that for sure that's y'all in Vegas. Uh, reported 14 ab- abortions per 1,000 women, 15 to 44. Nevada reported 8,414 abortions in 2019. Damn. Michigan. Damn, Michigan. 14.6 ab- abortions per 1,000 women, 15 to 44. They reported 27,339 abortions. Georgia. ATL. AT motherfucking L. 16.9 abortions per thousand women, 15 to 40 year old, 44 years old. Georgia reported 36,907 abortions in 2019. God damn. Florida, number three. Am I yay? Yo, they getting rich off yay. Yo, y'all going down there party out there in club living all that shit. 18.5 abortions per thousand women, 15 to 44 years old. Florida reported 71,914 abortions in 2019 with 3.1% obtained out-of-state residents. Motherfuckers going on their vacation getting them babies. That's crazy. Oh, shit. Illinois. Drillinois. Shout out Drillinois. Man, Illinois. 18.6 abortions per 1,000 women. Per 1,000 women, 15 to 44 years old. Illinois reported 46,517 abortions in 2019. 16.2% obtained from out-of-state residents. Damn. I guarantee you, number one is California. Oh, shit. Number one was California's not even on this list. Number one is New York. Abortion rate 20.3 abortions per 1,000 women 15 to 44 years old. Uh, New York reported 78,587 abortions in 2019. Bro, California's not even on the list. That's wild. I didn't even realize that. California's not even on the abortion list. What is that saying about California? Okay, to me, the question at hand was the um, the homegirl was saying like like niggas don't be want to have babies or niggas don't want to date women with kids and niggas like that make women not want to have kids and stuff like that. My whole thing is as a woman, I can't speak for women. So this is just my opinion as a woman. At what point do you fuck a nigga raw, let him nut in you and then you realize he ain't shit and want to have an abortion? If you do those numbers, that's 200,000. That's 22 like for Jersey. Or 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 uh, New York in New York, seventy eight thousand five hundred eighty seven people weren't born. At what point? And I was having a conversation with my actually my girl about this, right? And I was like, damn, that's kind of crazy that this, that that abortion rate is that high. So women don't think about before they fuck a nigga raw and let him net in them that like this could happen. Oh, she tried to say, well, you know, sometimes there's a hole in the condom or this and that. No, no, no. I don't like when women minimize. That's called minimizing, saying, well, there could be a hole in the condom, and when they pull out, don't work. Why is you letting a nigga fuck you raw saying you could pull out? Come on. Now, at this day and age, like, where are we at? How hard is it to tell a nigga to put a condom on? How hard is it to be on birth control? That, that's, that's, that, like, and if you don't want to, I know a lot of women say birth control don't work with their body, but once you just stop fucking niggas raw, make them put a condom on, or, or you know, it's all kind of things. It's, to me, it's, it's a lack of accountability, and it's very irresponsible, you know? I feel like we're in a time where we should have really be accountable for everything we got going. Now, to segue into my next segment about abortions and all that, and this is not about abortions. If you want to have abortion, have it. If something's happened, you don't. You make it. We all make mistakes. Go ahead and do it. You feel me? Um, I'm not against it. None at all. 
But segue into this, it's the Kevin Gates and Drika Gates situation, which is interesting, right? Because if you go off of Kevin Gates' uh, super general freestyle, he's saying that he he been doing she was foul. He, he protected her image by making a Drika song. But from what I'm hearing, it's two sides to the story. One thing is, she she on this nigga and had a baby. Like, that's deep. But if you listen to Kevin Gates' music, I think he did the same thing when they were younger. I could be wrong. I don't know if those babies were before her, but if that's your high school sweetheart, anything, you have kids outside of that, they're like that. So I don't know if that happened and she's just like, well, you did it to me, I did it to you type thing. The second story is they both had a um, a trainer. She was a, she was a stud trainer and the stud trainer slid up under her, which is, it happens like that sometimes, you know, but we don't know what really happened. It's all over the internet. Say Cheese got a hold of it. You know, uh, I think Academics got a hold of it, but Kevin Gates is out with a, a new chick. I don't even know this chick from Love and hip hop, which is crazy. Ladies. Ladies and fellas, we're gonna ask this question. Ladies, you gonna cheat on your nigga, right? You gonna cheat. That's cool. You niggas cheat all the time, so females cheat. You let another nigga fuck you raw and get you pregnant, you're married. You're married. Under the eyes of God, you took this holy oath. I think they're Muslim. I lie. You let a nigga come here, you get pregnant. I don't know if it's true, so it's just speculation. But women. How do you deal with that? And men, do you accept that? Like, do you say, damn, you got a baby, got another nigga? Like, even though that's your kid's sibling because they got the same mama, how do you how do you deal with that? Like, me personally, I need a divorce. I'm not mad at you. I got love for you. But I just can't be in this, this, this marriage because you've already violated the marriage by bringing another baby into this marriage. If he violated first, then I, I, two wrongs don't make it right. And I'm not going to say she's right for that, but she should have walked away instead of staying with him. But I understand why she stayed because love is a crazy thing. Or the love of money is a crazy thing. I don't know the situation. I do know she de- she deactivated her page. He took everything off his page. So it's a classic case to me in this situation with Kevin Gates is. It's okay for women to bash men, talk bad. Like, oh, he ain't shit. He did me this, 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 and this, and that. And it's cool. And men are supposed to keep their head up and take the pressure. But once the truth come out about a woman, oh, you wrong. You shame me. You shouldn't do a woman like that. And she goes and hides, deactivates her thing. She don't want to be seen. Come on, y'all got to take it how y'all dish it. I'm, this, is, this is getting tired. Like, this is getting tiresome with men. Like, the feminist is, like, swipping. The feminists have spun the narrative against men so harsh that we sold this, we sold that. But they don't spin the narrative where it belongs. Like, really think about the narrative, right? Listen to black community because I'm talking about my people. I can't speak for other people. Black women are talk bad about black men online. You know, we get, we get murdered. As soon as we say something, oh, we hate women, we gay, we don't like men. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Y'all done said all this negative about us. We just speak in our mind. You feel me? I just want, I seen something from uh, the Fit, the Fit, uh, Fit, and, what is it? Fit and Fancy podcast, something like that. And, um, oh boy, was this making it, making sense. Like, women saying they're oppressed by men, us men. You don't know, no, you're oppressed by 1% of the 1% men, which are wealthy white men. Wealthy billionaire white men. That's the top 1% of America. That's who's oppressing you. Not no black men that's going to work every day to make sure his girl's taken care of. While she sit there and take pictures on the couch and be on Instagram, you know. And it's crazy because women are go, we're oppressed, we're oppressed, we're oppressed. We can't get work, man. I know more women working than dudes. I know women that's taking care of men. I know women that make more in the workplace than men just based on being a woman and things they can do. Like, so I, I, I don't like that when they say that they're oppressed. You know, it's, it's kind of it's kind of like. Like, just, I'm hearing it over and over. Like, they're trying to get people to believe this, believe it, believe it. Like, oh, we can't do this, we can't do that. No, you choose not to do that. Like, you say you want 50-50, right? That's like saying, 
Women say they want 50 50, but they don't want they want a man to take care of them. You don't want 50 50. You want a man to take care of you. So you got to make up your mind what you want. Feminism is I think it's like and I'm having nothing against feminism. Masculine. I'm masculine. You feminine. That's fine. That's the way God made. It. I have nothing against it. It confuses me sometimes, though. It really confuses me when feminists say they want equal equal, but they want a man to take care of them. I don't get that. Or they want to be independent, they don't need a man, but they want a kid. Or they don't need a man and this and this and that. Like, I should be able to be like this, don't judge me. Okay, men don't get to be like that, you judge men. So I don't I don't get how, I don't get, if a real feminist would DM me and just break it down for me, help me understand. Because I never want to make a um, an assessment, judgment, something I don't understand. I would love to understand, just help me understand what y'all going with this. Because I really don't understand what's going on with this feminine Muslim movement, I'm sorry. I just think it's kind of like anti-man but the wrong anti-man y'all really shooting at the people who barely making it the same level y'all on instead of the men up there i don't see no one talking about elon musk oh he do got hold on he do got a couple of little cases he do got some cases for some things he wasn't supposed to be doing so let me retract that uh, jeff bezos them type of people you know warren buffett i don't see y'all going at them is they're cool they get good likes you know and I, I say this right a lot of women praise oprah for being this big champion for women. But wasn't her best friend Harvey Weinstein? Wasn't she chilling with Harvey Weinstein that was doing all these uh, atrocious things? You think she didn't know? That's what be killing me. That's what kills me. Like all the time. Y'all so y'all shit on us so bad. And it's like, man, come on. Like I hear women talk bad about men, right? But I rarely hear women do. I listen to women music, right? Like rap and R&B. And I don't hear them trying to help the community. I don't, and that, that could just be the music I'm hearing on the radio or on Apple Music. I don't hear them addressing the, the oppression that's going through our people. Men do that. Black men make that music. I see, they don't get me wrong, there are a lot of black entrepreneur women online helping women become entrepreneurs. But they're not helping men become entrepreneurs. They're only helping women. But there are some women. Um, there's one woman, I forgot her name. Christina Hurt. Christina Hurt is helping everybody. She's online. If you check, look her out. Christina Hurt is helping people. Shout out to her. It's a lady on the No Sleep Podcast, Social Proof, my Social Proof Podcast, Sleepers for Suckers by David. I forgot his last name, but she helps men. But I'm seeing a lot of di- dividing between in our people where women are trying to say they're oppressed by us. We can't. Most of the time, women, black women are making more than black men, but you know that's neither here nor there. But I just want to put that out there that like we got to do better on some level. So, wrapping it up, what I wanted to do on this one is, what was it? I for, man, I told you, y'all got me forgetting. I got to look at my notes and stuff. What was I talking about? Was it the music? Oh, music. So, I, I do music. I'm not saying I'm an active like person that's like doing music to get a deal or nothing, but I do music. The support. I've noticed that wherever you're from, they're not going to support you like a stranger going to support you. And it's weird because... You would think the people that fuck with you on a daily that see you would want to see you excel, but they don't. Any upcoming artist, their homies don't give a fuck about your music. Their friends don't give a fuck. Man, I, so many people are fake. I had niggas reach out to me. Oh, we, I want to come on your podcast. I want to do this. They don't even share my music. They just want to hop on a podcast. They want the platform. They want the exposure. They don't give a f- two fucks if I stream a song. And it's quite easy. It's quite easy to support your people. If you at the gym. Put that nigga shit on while you said listen to Lil Baby or fucking Dirk. Put your homie on. He probably better than them niggas or sound just the same. Most likely sound the same because most niggas using auto-tune in that same whiny rap voice. So, I say do that. But, it's just the support is crazy. Also, I want to say one more thing with women. Ladies, ladies, listen, listen. Your man's happiness matters. You know, I was I currently had a situation with my, with my girl where it is. 
I have to hear everything she's going through with her family, friends, job, and everything. I have to sit there and listen to it, right? And I got to give her advice and be attentive and be like, okay, this is what you should do. This new. Granted, I'm older, so I have a little more experience. I've been through a little more things than she did been through. I get it. But, ladies, when a man wants to vent about something and talk to you about something, just have the fucking common DC to shut the fuck up, listen, and give your best opinion and help us out. Or just say, it's going to be all right. Oh, you got to say, baby, it's going to be all right. You got this. Nigga be like, cool, thank you. Don't be like, oh, I'm going to talk to you later. Or I don't want to hear that. Are you tripping? Why are you. Like, damn, like, we got enough going on in this fucking world. We just want a little bit of understanding. That's it. And that's just my little end at the end. I will be doing a music review. I don't know if I'm going to do it tomorrow or day after tomorrow, but I will be doing a music review. That's when you guys don't see me and I talk about that music, musica. Um, I want to say thank you for listening to me. Thank you for watching me. Hit that subscribe notification button. Refer me to a fucking friend. And I'm out of here. Wah.